Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016 or email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. Trigger warning. This show contains conversations regarding sexual assault, domestic violence, and pedophilia. Please be aware before entering this show that at the 31 and a half minute mark, we begin talking about that guy, XXX, whatever his name is, and... uh the horrible things he did to black women. Also be aware that Sarah Jessica Parker looks like a horse. And we apologize for nothing that was said during this show. She does look like a horse. And Kathy Griffin does look like a serpent. Enjoy your day. No, not even gonna, unless I'm recording. Single simulcast, episode 303. Uh, Shantae is not with us this episode. She'll be back next week. Um, but I am fortunate to be joined by Candace and Summer. Um, Candace, we need to, we need to, I, I'm gonna get to y'all's, uh, uh, tell them something about the show and all that in a second, but I need to get to Summer being snatched for the summer. Um, yeah. what's that mean? <laughs> that means I want my waist snit cinched. I want the fat gone. So, you know, I'm trying to be snatched. I'm trying to look like a snack. You know and, what I'm saying? And and so not drinking is going to get you there. I feel like that's just torture. Well, it has, um, how do I put it? It has liquid calories. So you're just drinking your life away. You're drinking all the calories and it turns into carbs and carbs turn into sugar and they stick right in that midsection. And that's what I'm trying to get rid of. So no liquor for right now. Just for two weeks. Just for oh, two weeks. Okay, for two weeks. I was about to say, aren't you a part of a podcast that like kind of you got to drink? Yeah, that's the thing. But you know what? Uh, I will be drinking water and I can review the finest of waters in the meantime. So you know what? It'll be all good. Oh, nigga, I was in I was in Oregon uh, this past weekend for my cousin's graduation, and uh, went into Red Lobster, which I never do. Huh? Black people there? <laughs> yeah, you you know what? My daughter and I played count the black people other than us, and we got to eight in the weekend. Oh okay. man! And this yeah, because this, this is at Oregon State University. Yeah, Oregon has black people, not niggas. It's a difference. Okay. I think they all went home for the summer because I didn't see near not one black. I saw eight. Let me be honest, and and let me, let me be honest. I saw six because two <laughs> of them were biracial. So um, that I guess seven altogether. No, wait, one drop rule. Eight. I'll give them that. I'll give them the whole. I'll give them the whole body frame. I saw eight black people there, and it was like the walk or not the Walking Dead. The Sixth Sense. They didn't know that they were black. Um. It was it was weird. Like they were looking at us like we were gonna rob them because there was a lot of us there and they were looking around like where's security and we we're like, Buh. Ain't nobody trying to hurt you. We just want But Red Lobster, we went to Red Lobster for my cousin's graduation uh celebration because we're black and um 
the folks at Red Lobster were like, hey, thanks for coming in. Uh, we just want to tell you before you sit down that there's something going on with the water in the entire city. Yeah. Uh, so we got to kind of serve you bottled water, which costs a dollar per bottle. There's also no sodas unless you get canned soda, which is $2.50 per can. Um, or you can have what juice. Kind of, what kind of gentrified Red Lobster is this where you can't get no free refills or yeah. water? It was a scam. It sounds like a scam, man. Because everywhere else was serving water like it was nobody's business except for Red Lobster. They were like, nah, <laughs> we ain't going to do that to you. We don't want to hurt you. Instead, we'll just hurt your pockets. Yeah, it sounds like they were recently shut down by the health department. So they was like, you know what? We can't miss out on all the money. So we just not going to give y'all drinks. Y'all can get this food. <laughs> y'all can, And they said it, too. They were like, and the lobster and the crab, just so you know, we cooked it. And bottled water. Mm. Well, that's an that's an upgrade. Like, that's a lie. Honestly, you know that shit is frozen. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I know it comes flash frozen. That shit real. Right. They don't even have real lobsters in the lobster tank. Get out of here. They might, but they don't. That that ain't what they're giving you. Um, Mm-mm. like, look. We gonna show them these in the front, but we got another uh, water, another fish tank in the back, and we just take it from that fish tank and put it in this fish tank. And then after we close, we just put them right back. Take that big one out the freezer. That's the one I want. We got rubber lobster in the back. (laughs) Y'all gonna get go ahead and get this wind up lobster right fast. (laughs) Y'all get drunk and full off them biscuits, and then we gonna give you this rubber lobster and uh, imitation crab. Not imitation crab. Come on, do better, niggas. Why? It's so cheap. Like, if you get the actual crab legs, they got to give you real crab. But if you get, like, crab linguine, you can't tell me that's real crab. You can't. The only thing they serve in there is shrimp and a hint of uh, crab with fake crab all around it. I knew they wasn't serving real lobster or crab when they when the, uh, the, the rock lobster be, like, twenty four ninety nine. Now, mm-hmm. I had a lot of lobster in my day, and yeah. that shit will run your pocket. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. When you go to, like, a steak place that has lobster, and they serving it for, like, 79 bucks, and you go to Red Lobster, and they're like, nigga, nigga, look, open up their coat. Look what we got, nigga. We got this lobster right here for $12. How are you serving lobster for $12? And it's all you can eat for Lobster Fest, nigga. Let's go, y'all. Let's go. Um, Mm-mm. I don't even know where we're at right now, but this ain't real. This is this is a trap. It's a setup. Get out. Man, I don't even think the shrimp is real over there. Every it's all a lie. In the sunken place, the red lobster for real, for real. Summer, tell us something about yourself. Tell us something about bad and boozy. The floor is yours. Oh well, um, I'm an Aries. Uh, I'm not single. Hey. I am. I'm currently booed up, bitty dada, booed up. Um, you know what? I'm out here in California living my life like it's golden. Um, shout out to my sis D who ain't on the show with me tonight, but I still got to put some respect on her name. And, um, you know what? I had a long day at work. Um, just got off a of vacation for 10 days. So this is my only my second day being back and I'm already not with the shit. So I just really wish I would have married a millionaire instead. So I don't have to work. I'm just, I'm over it. I'm over it. I wish I didn't I have to work that. either. Man, working is working is dumb. Like what? the principle that you have to get up and leave the comfort of your home to get in your car and drive 
for 30 minutes to an hour to a building you don't want to be in that probably has asbestos and they'd be monitored for like eight hours a day. I'm very triggered right now. I'm saying it's it's dumb. <laughs> like, can I just work from home? Like, why do I have to go into the office? I don't understand. And everything I do can be done from home. And I tell my boss that all the time. That pisses I mean, me off. I wasn't even mad before. I'm mad now. I'm sorry. <laughs> you done. You done. You done. You done. Put this on a whole nother level. Now I'm hostile. Like I'm. A, I'm about to call him like a motherfucker tomorrow. Why aren't you coming in, Rashani? You know why? Because I should be working from home. Damn it! And everything, literally every single thing. Like they give you the password to the network. I can log into my email. They email me all the bills I gotta pay. They email me everything. Why am I at work? Yeah, it's his, that's what they can do. They can forward your calls to your cell phone or your landline if you still have one. Or if you were born before 1978, you probably still have a landline. Um, you have internet at home. You got a computer. Why can't we all just work from home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Candice, tell them something about yourself. Tell them something about the show. Oh, so... Um, yeah, it's Candace. You've, I've been on here before. It's always good to be back. I am one third of the co-host from Ratchet Ramblings podcast. And um, yep, you can go to CSPN.us and listen to all of the episodes. You can also listen to the other podcasts on the network. Also, I'm going to be starting a new podcast with my husband called Not So Newly Wet Podcast. Oh. <laughs> and um we are stripping the fairy tale off relationships because I don't think people really understand what relationships look like that the media doesn't put in your face. And um, I am too sick of going to work every day. Uh, yeah. Like I, like, I find myself entering useless sweepstakes hoping I can win, like, randomly win a quarter million dollars from HGTV and that shit never works. Nah. Like at this point I'm disgruntled and I sent an email like this shit is rigged. And so, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tired of working. I, I got to hit the lottery or something. I got to live my best life. I got to buy some plastic surgery, man. You too. I really got to shape up and ship out on this shit. I too am an Aries. Yes. So. We are here today. But, but for the plastic surgery, can we get a two for one? Because, like, they can take whatever gut I have. That's like it. Like a group special, like how they do with cruises. That's. I, I mean, are we are we, to... are we able to no longer have canceled Groupon? Because I've seen some shit on there. Like, they trying everything to get well... niggas to come back. Mm-mm, I ain't doing that. All right, just checking. Just checking. I'm trying to go to Dr. Miami, okay? Dr. <laughs> Miami don't have no group on. Group on. Well, this one was Dr. Jersey. And, um... Yeah, yeah I don't even like how that sounds. <laughs> was it that black lady that was dancing in the uh, operating room? Was that her? She on group on? No, no. That would have been okay. This was a uh, Laotian dude. and um, I don't think he graduated from anywhere. I think he was just trying real hard. That black lady wasn't even a an actual surgeon, right? She's like a dermatologist. Yeah, <laughs> but she was plastic surgery last night. I was like, Man. "Wow, she doing she doing Brazilian butt lifts at a courtyard Marriott." 
Man. <laughs> Room <And that's>... service? <laughs> oh. It was like, did you order the lobster and the tummy tuck? Right, in the in the back of Red Lobster, huh? <laughs> <laughs> gonna get that plastic lobster. We're gonna go ahead and put that in you right there. <laughs> Baby, surprise. <laughs> I thought you were taking me to Red Lobster. Soon. Yeah. Why your booty smell like catfish? <laughs> so tips in here. So we have a, a thing that we've been doing for the past couple of weeks called uh awe. That stands for Adventures in Working with White Women. Um the first episode that we did it, I was really talking about an adventure of me working with white women, but then I realized that all around the world there's people who have to deal with the indignities of working with white people and basically with white women. And so I just decided that every week we're gonna find a story of some white person with some white woman that just went a little bit too fucking far. Um last episode we were talking about the uh the Jersey mayor whose uh mom put out a racist diatribe against Korean Americans in a city where it's comprised solely or mainly of Korean Americans and her husband's the mayor of the said city. Um, this episode though, we going to just be real up front with it. This woman got nerve. Um, comedian Kathy Griffin recently expressed that she has a problem with her fellow comics who refrain from using political themes in their stand-up routines, specifically as it pertains to criticizing Donald Trump. In a recent interview, however, she set her target on one particular comedian who adopts this practice, Kevin Hart. And her critique of his approach rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. While speaking with USA Today, Griffin expressed that, in her opinion, Hart is a pussy for not incorporating Trump into his material. Quote, I do not feel like this is such an anxiety-ridden time for everyone that there is a thirst for all kinds of comedy, she said. And look, if you want to if you want to not hear about Trump at all, go see Kevin Hart. He doesn't even mention Trump. Jesus. Griffin. First of all, oh, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really cannot, like, I don't, white women are the worst the pits <laughs> I mean are, and like for like I just really have an issue with her narrative like 53% of her sisters did not vote for Trump like you are just really focused on the wrong shit like I'm not even no Kevin Hart fan, Mm-mm. but it's it's just like when it comes to white women and then saying anything about black people, like I'm rooting for everybody black. Like I'm, <laughs> well, yeah. not almost everybody. So Griffin, who is currently embarking on a tour where she makes it a point to consciously bash the president and his administration went on the grab to drag Hart some more however this time she attempted to claim that his race should be a prerequisite for his obligatory public hate for the president quote I personally think that it's a pussy move because he's a black man she continued but I guess he's selling more tickets than I ever will as long as you know bitch 
throughout her statement and critique, throughout her statement and critique, she never once criticized her fellow white comedians who chose to stay away from political themes in the same breath. In fact, this appeared to be a major point of concern for those who read her comments, who then fucking roasted her on Twitter like she deserved. Man. The thing I don't understand about her and other people like them is like they always want to turn it around and say, well, black people should be doing more. Like, just like when they said Obama should be responsible for trying to solve racism. Like, first of all, bitch, secure your white people. Okay, this has nothing to do with us. (laughs) We're not responsible for critiquing the president that y'all voted for, because as y'all know, we didn't vote for that dude like that. So it's not on us to call him out. At, talk to your sisters, talk to your mama, talk to your bald-headed granny, talk to all your kinfolk and get them to start criticizing him live and in person. And just because you got your dusty wig dragged for trying to come up with some bullshit with a decapitated Trump, now you big, bad, and bold and you want to talk shit about what everybody else is doing. No, boo-boo. Worry about yourself. And you are ugly. I just right. want to point that out. Hey, man, man how- you are ugly. Yeah, Kathy Griffin looks like a griffin, okay? That's she all I know. Like a, she looks like a horse. She is a... Bruh. She's like, Go chew some hay and, and don't worry about what the fuck black people doing over here. We ain't letting you in the club and ain't no way to you getting in the club. This is like somebody who uh, tried so hard to get in with black folks and then wouldn't be let in. Then all of a sudden was like, well, fuck y'all anyway. I don't want to be there. Oh, oh, are you opening the door now? Oh, okay. Can I, can I come in? Come in. Man. Can I just sneak she's, in right there? She's like the worst. Go bloom in. She thought she thought black people was gonna run to her defense when she did that Trump shit, and we was just all looking away and whistling. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we didn't. And we was like that gift. Jump Street from the gate. Like, that's not our nigga. And that's our ass, nigga. He's been decapitated, <laughs> so we don't even care. Like mm-hmm. that nigga don't exist. Like you ain't for real, nothing. we don't know him. We are Mariah to the situation. We don't know him. It's like, <laughs> hey, ain't you got a daddy? Nah, no, nah. sure don't. I don't. I don't got it. Nah, and and I don't got it. Ain't you got? Ain't, ain't you got a president right now? Nah, I ain't got no president. Be oh, treated man. like a like a creeping man or something. Ain't you got? A, ain't you got a girl? Nah, I, I, I ain't got no girl. I'm single. Ain't you got a president? Nah, uh, right now I got a governor. I got a I governor. That state. nigga. Yeah, that's about it, man. We got an Oprah, we got an Oprah, and a governor. That's it. I mean, they said they was gonna elect somebody back in like November of uh 2016 and shit, but I I ain't seen that shit. I I, I ain't seen nothing. Oh, it no. got canceled. Right now, uh, Kevin Hart and his camp's response was quite simple. Quote: Kathy is the last person on Kevin's mind. Believe me. Sources close to the 38-year-old actor told Fox News, everyone has something to say about Donald Trump, and that's the reason Kevin isn't speaking on him. Kevin honestly feels the Trump bits are overused and knows that people are tired of the political banter from comedians, end quote. He didn't even have to say all that. Nope. And he didn't He didn't lie. I would have just really been like, who? Literally. That would have been my whole response. Somebody would say, Kathy Griffin said, who? Oh, mm-hmm. have a good day. <laughs> I'm good, love. Enjoy. <laughs> Blessings to you and your family. Bye now. Be blessed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't. I don't have any 
I don't have any real energy for that. She's just, I mean, in my, I just keep referencing the fact that she is really fucking ugly. Man, <laughs> like you said, she looks like a horse. She looks like Sarah Jessica Parker and Tori Ooh, Spelling had yeah. a baby. That's what she Ooh. looked like. Oh my God. Ooh. She looked just like Sarah. Wow. No, I gotta, I, I can't. I can't say you that. know what why before we go and I, I hate to derail us but <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker is really ugly and she is the sole reason I never got into sex in the city because ain't nobody having <laughs> sex with her it was just like I don't want to see a ugly uh a ugly white woman crying about shoes and dick that she's not getting it was just like uh I got other shit to watch mm-hmm and that was my show, though. It came on this weekend. I watched it a couple episodes, and I was like, yeah, I just, I can't. She Not like, like I used to. She looked like Voldemort. Oh, my God. Candace. Hello. <laughs> she out here aging like buttermilk. Like, for real. It's bad. Yeah, she, she it's, is. She looks curdled. I just. All the way. I don't have mm. that. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't understand I'm how they made it all the way through New York for like seven seasons or so and never came across a single black person. They did. Well, Blair Underwear was on there. Blair Underwood. How a, a single black person was never was never like, yo, she mad ugly, B. Like, I, <laughs> and somebody else was like, dead ass, son. <laughs> hey, B, she got a long ass face, yo. Oh, my. Her God. face is long as a Monday after a three-day weekend. It's really long. Her face is as long Man. as the fucking last day of school, nigga. <laughs> really bad. She is really ugly. Nigga, her face is long as the U.S. tax code. Just oh, long God. for no damn reason. Man. But, the, but they go up for her. They go up for her. I don't get it. She was the darling, the media darling. I'm like, she's so beautiful. I'm like, bitch, where? Not in the face. The only time I want to go up for her is during the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I, hey, I put money on her. <laughs> Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Sarah Jessica Parker looked like a cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. She looked like the Picasso scream. That's what she looked like. Lord Jesus. Oh, my. Real talk, though. She looked like a drawing from that old book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. (laughs) Get out of here. I thought you were going to say she looked like the Babadook. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. See, usually Shantae jumps in and she'll, like, stop me or... Say something nice or, well, nah, let me be honest. Shantae would have been like, fuck that nigga too. Um, (laughs) But wait a minute. She wasn't even the worst looking person on the show though. That's the gag. The gag is Miranda with the red hair and the yellow teeth. Bro, I was rewatching it this weekend. I was like, there's no way, there's no way she was getting smashed on a regular, bro. There's no way. Not to treat Steve like shit like she did. That was the thing that made me mad about the show. Thank you. Like, you only get one shot. <laughs> My husband said Miranda looked like the Grinch. <laughs> she, she do. Miranda over here treating Steve bad because he got one testicle. I mean, yes, that's true. But look at you. He Be grateful. Two, your face. <laughs> she, looks like his, uh, she looked like his other testicle. <laughs> Man, she looked like a chicken gizzard. 
Oh my goodness. I hated that show. Man, I love to hate it and I hated to love it. I hated that show so much. I I I um had a lot of issues with those folks on that show, but um mostly was the fact that every guy who showed up on that show got treated like shit. Hey, not Mr. Big though. (laughs) Nigga, when I say I watch the show, my daughter's mom, the white one, she watched the shit out of that show. She watched the fucking shit out of that. I know that show. She treated Aiden like shit and was just chasing. Mr. Big was a player though, but treated Mr. Big (laughs) like he was just everything. And he was. Mr. Big was bankrolling her funds. Mr. Big had cheese. He was picking her up in fancy car service, taking her to fine restaurants. What could Aiden do? Make her a chair. That's about it. All them, all them women on there just remind me of Kim Zolziak from... Uh... Doctor Stable. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus. Help us. We can't get no help up in the church today. No, and it's about to get worse. See, um, I had, I have, I have funny things to talk about, but, um, yeah, so this, uh, rapper died yesterday. Oh, oh I'm so glad we, we go in here. <laughs> X, X 10. How the fuck okay, did you say this nigga's name? This is hilarious. His name, it was XXX Tentacion. And for the longest time, I thought the nigga was trying to say extension. Me too. Or I Googled it and like mad, mad young people was like, it's XXX Tentacion. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, fuck y'all. First Why not all, just one X? Why is it three? I don't know. I need I to know. know. I, what I do know is that that nigga died, and I just want to say right now That's, that I had nice. never heard of him before he passed away. But apparently, this nigga is the patron saint of like potential. Bruh. <laughs> like, the reach, the reach. Right? The, so much reach before, was happening yesterday. Before we go here, let's just, let's just briefly outline things that he had done or quote-unquote was accused of. Because I, I haven't read too much into it, but... I have. Yeah. Like uh, I said, because I didn't know about the nigga, and my uh, daughter Gogo was like, Dad, he's one of my favorite rappers. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, let me go ahead and see, you know, what I can see about him, because who knows? Maybe she and I could talk about it on the show or whatever. Her dealing with the death of somebody. You know, I dealt with the death of Pac and all that kind of stuff. Nah, fuck this nigga. Man, he made Chris Brown look like Jesus Christ and on the Chris real. Chris Brown is a piece of shit too. I had to get that out there real quick. <laughs> um, I wanna, so I this was a tweet I saw on Twitter, and uh, somebody was like, "Are y'all gonna have the same energy for Chris Brown if something happens to him?" Yarp. And um, a a a person was retweeted on my timeline, and it said. Hell yeah, I've been having my balloons and confetti in the garage for about 10 years now waiting on that nigga to die. Hey, I got the potato salad recipe ready to be fired up for the Funigro. I'm ready. Um, Aside, like, I read up on the situation with his ex-girlfriend. And to be honest, few things make my stomach drop. But 
reading some of the details of how he abused her mm-hmm. um, and raped her mm-hmm. and held her captive. She basically had to escape. Um, he was he was raping her with barbecue utensils. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, she was pregnant at the time. She is still trying to raise money for surgeries to prevent to keep from going blind. Um, and on top of that, it was said that he was a, a an outspoken homophobe. Not even just homophobic. He went out of his way to be homophobic. And he was a and this is this is like the cherry on top. He was a large he he was a large supporter and lover of Dylan Roof. Bruh. He liked to refer to himself as little Dylan Roof. Yep. With heart emojis. Mm-hmm. Hard emojis. And when somebody <laughs> told him that he was a piece of shit, uh, and that he was a domestic abuser, which he obviously wasn't, well, was, nigga dead now, uh, but when he was uh, called out on it, in September 2017, he uh, put out an Instagram video that said, everyone who called me a domestic abuser, I'm going to domestically abuse your little sister's pussy from the back. Yeah. This is their fave. This is their fave. And Jesus. niggas like, well, uh, 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 you know who else wouldn't have been shit if they had died at 20? Malcolm X. Bruh. Yeah, I saw that. I, mean, honestly, I saw him get dragged for that, too. Malcolm X wasn't shit when he died at whatever age he died at. If... <laughs> Bruh. He, Malcolm X has a lot of shit with him from 20 until his death so that's why I always get I get um, weirded out with this revisionist history that y'all do of these people but they only do it for uh, men yeah we because re- just, uh, just last week the black men of twitter um, engaged in a multiple day dragging of Eartha Kitt because what? they had consensual sex with two white men well, I'm glad I missed that. I'm glad I missed that. Yeah, they 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 called her all type of whores. They diminished her legacy in Hollywood. They diminished her legacy as a feminist, and they reduced her to a whore who had a train ran on her by two white men. And so this whole speaking ill of the dead thing that they're performing on Twitter about um, three strikes and you out. Um, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Nah, no sympathy for X marks the spot. I'm sorry, can't do it. So, initially, I was just gonna read about it. You know, I was just gonna read up on it and wasn't gonna say anything about it on uh, Twitter or Facebook or anything like that because I don't know the nigga. I haven't listened to his music. I ain't got shit to say. I hadn't read anything either at that point in time. You know, and so I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to read a couple things between me putting out these bills and everything, and then I'm just going to keep it pushing. And then I read about this nigga and got mad. And then I read all these other niggas who were like, yo, uh, you can't believe everything that, that his victim allegedly was saying, and, 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 and you got to give him a chance. His potential was so great. And then you read about Kanye and... T.I. and Diddy and all these other niggas, J. Cole, who 
all these other niggas talking about he has so much potential. I didn't know him well. I didn't know him well, but he had so much potential. He was just dope. Like these niggas didn't know what happened in this. Like, like they didn't know what he did to this lady. They knew they just didn't care. Exactly. And I, and I asked the, I, and I asked the question and I saw several women ask the question in the history of well-known abusers. I just want one example of a reformed, well-known domestic abuser. Just one. Just one. I just want one example where the person was abusive, they reformed, they changed their ways, they haven't been abusive to a woman ever again, they are on a good path in life. I just want one example. Nobody could give me one. I'm still waiting. There ain't one, man. Because Chris Brown nearly lost everything. He went to jail. He did community service. He was ordered to do rehab and everything, anger management. And he still has women filing restraining orders against him in 2017, 2018. He was still an abuser. Threw Krispy Kreme down a flight of stairs, if I recall correctly. I mean... And used to punch her and all kind of shit. That girl is a hundred pounds soaking wet. So it, like I said, there's, in my opinion, there are things that people reform from. You can, we know recovering drug addicts and alcoholics, and we know people who go to jail for robbery and get out and reform drug dealers. Um, I have, I rarely, I've never seen a reformed domestic abuser. So I've seen lots of them in their prime, but I ain't never seen one reform. Ever. Nope. Pimps nope. just become nope. pastors, but they don't change much. Nope, they still abuse women. Right. <laughs> I uh so after I read about this nigga and saw these folks caping for him, like literally going out of their way to cape for him, like 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 they knew this nigga. That's the thing that gets me. Like they niggas were talking about I hope that when your family member dies, you treat them as brazenly as you treated X, X, X. I just want to say I just want to say on your podcast to all your listeners and any new listeners that you get and any haters that you have who might listen or whatever the case may be. um, I am the type of nigga that will not go to a family member's funeral if I don't like them. Mm -hmm. I am that nigga. I don't, I you going to some, I'm not going to that shit. (laughs) And, and let somebody to, let somebody in my family be an abuser. Let them be an abuser. Let them be let them let them be a, a, a domestic abuser. Let them be a, a, a sexual abuser. Let them be some sort of an abuser. And you want me to have their what? What? This what? Nah. See, they about to be a, they about to be on the summer jam screen. First of all, it's niggas who have lost people, friends, family, whatever the case. And they be walking around talking about, yeah, I know he dead, but that nigga owed me mad money. Right. Like, mm-hmm. never, like so I, like, again, I don't believe, um, most times when people talk about speaking ill of the dead, typically they just don't want to recall the truth about that person. They, they want, they have revised who this person was while they were living. And I truly believe that who you are while alive sets the groundwork for how people remember you once you die. Like 
there is no getting around that. Like you people will discuss the good and the bad about you. So if that is not something you want, then maybe you should live your best life and try not to and be a decent person and not do shit like beat and rape pregnant women and beat on gay men because they looked at you or maybe not be a supporter of Dylan Roof who went into a black church and murdered nine people and also maybe not have shitty views on racism such as uh, racial pro he said racial profiling doesn't exist black people just like playing the race card that that was also one of his stances and uh he also said he wasn't black. He didn't classify as black as well. So I just didn't, I I don't understand so many niggas going up for um, someone who didn't even identify as one of them while living, so. But they is. This one nigga, I, uh, put, <laughs> I, I typed this out on Facebook uh, about nine hours ago. I said, uh, y'all are really hurting my soul right now with all of these, he was only 20, give him a past statements. In his 20 years of life, he was able to do horrible things to people and promise to do horrible things to more people. And him living to the age of 90 wouldn't have changed that. Just admit that you only get mad when you don't like someone and you cape for folks when you do. And let's move on to the unassailable truth. That dude was an abusive piece of work. Somebody uh, popped up into the uh, comments and said, but did he deserve to die? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I hope he burns in hell. <laughs> James. Or, uh, well, what the fuck is that nigga's name? Samuel. Samuel Bruh. Jackson. Whoa, James. Where the fuck did that come from? Um, I said, uh, <laughs> did I say that he did in that initial comment? And he was like, you act as if people mourning his death or disrespecting his victim. Are you saying that a 20 year old guy would have never changed? And I was like, you don't. Look, you can uh, say all you want, but the bottom line is you can grow. You're allowed to grow and move forward, but no one has to forget the footprints you left behind. Right. I mean, by all means, from everything that we saw, this person was escalating in their violence and escalating in their attacks against people. So there's uh, uh, the whole they were turning it around. They changed the like, narrative. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I don't believe it. They need more people. I'm just not here for it. He, and this nigga said even footprints get washed away, though. And I was Bruh. like, you know what? Not if you leave them in concrete. Okay, hello. I was like, you know what? Had he not died, he still would have been a homophobic, abusive piece of work at the age of 90. I think I said that earlier. And nothing's going to change that. And you supporting him well, is hurting my brain know. just as much as the rest of these folks doing it. This nigga then went to a completely different post. He made his own status. What? Made a friend oh. post, made it a friend only post, and made his own status where he was like, folks out here acting like he couldn't have changed, and, and they out here cooning. Cooning. Oh, Lord. Cooning. Cooning. Cool. Listen, the part that really baffled me was people referring to him as a child. Right. I, listen, listen. At 20. That the typical 20-year-old may not be completely ready to navigate life and all that it encompasses. But at 20, you are in no form or fashion a child. Mm-hmm. You are an nope. adult. And you know the difference between right and wrong. I'm not even being funny. At 10, 
you know you shouldn't be beating on women. Mm-hmm. You know, like certain things, it's just, it shouldn't take you 40 years of life to understand consent or to keep your hands to yourself or to not be homophobic or to not champion uh, mass murderers and things of that nature. He was not a child. He was a psycho. Because at 18 and 19, I, I was not raping, beating, sodomizing and all this other shit, pregnant women or, or even doing things like that to men, any, anybody I was dating. So you're not about to convince me this is uh, teens going to be teens as behavior. At 18 and 19, I was sneaking alcohol. I was clubbing and shit like that and yeah, smoking a little reefer and, you know, all that kind of shit. I was, I was not doing the things he was doing at 18 and 19, so you're not going to convince me that's normal. And, and most other 18, 19-year-olds that we know collectively, we're not, they are not doing shit like that. So he, he wasn't a child. He was a, he was a sick motherfucker who had 15 pending felony charges. So, kidnapping, rape, assault, tampering with evidence, tampering with witnesses. So, like, somebody posted uh, some pictures of him saying that the girl was never pregnant, um, that she had no damage to her eye socket. And I was just sitting here like, how? We've seen pictures of this girl's face. Right. We, we can find pictures of this woman post-incident. And you are telling me a man who is currently, who well, who had been charged with tampering with evidence and witnesses, you believe some paperwork that he could have snatched from anywhere? I can Google paperwork for a negative pregnancy test right now. I can Google it. I can pull up pictures of an ultrasound. I can pull up a positive or negative pregnancy test right off Google Images. You're not going to convince me that it's hard to doctor up paperwork like that. So it's just, I don't know. Black men never cease to disappoint me with the things that they champion. Right. I'm just It's disgusting. And we're getting so good at it. Like, like it's like an art form now. Like, yeah. we're, we are just like, mm-hmm, like stand back. A black person, a black male is about to fuck this shit up even more. Bet. Watch. There it goes. Watch. And it wasn't just black males. It was white males and white women, too. All of them just caping for this motherfucker. And black women were like, do y'all not see this shit? And black men were like, shut up, woman. Shut up, a nigga died and he ain't deserved to die. You a monster for even being indifferent about it. And what was so crazy to me was I did not see very many uh, gay or black women celebrating it or saying he deserved Mm -hmm. it. I saw a lot of indifference. It was kind of like, if he died, he died. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was just the attitude. That's the attitude I have about it. And I don't wish death on him. I'm not even saying mm-hmm. deserve that. I just honestly don't care one way or the other, and you're not going to silence me about the shit he did while he was living because he's dead. Because if he cared that much about his legacy and death, he would have been a better person while alive. He didn't care, so why should I care? 
He sure did. And they sure did bring up that tweet that he had. What was it? Almost a year to the day. It was like, well, if you're going to try and kill shoot me or make sure you kill me next time. Like, oh, well, they just did what you asked them to do, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I. I... <sighs> yeah. Watch what you put in this atmosphere. Exactly. Man, like my grandma used to say, your ways is going to catch up to you. It's some people's ways just catch up quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he caught his issue, and it's like, and now, and so now that in the part that made made me laugh was like, now is y'all time to discuss black on black crime, <laughs> right? Where they at though? Now y'all want to finger wag at people who don't care one way or another about this man, this man dying. So it's just like, what's the truth, really? What really is the truth about this? Man, is it Uchi Wally or is it one Mike? Which one is it? Yeah, my part that I like the best, my favorite part of the story was when they were like, I hope y'all celebrate this much when George Zimmerman dies or Dylan Roof dies. Uh, I bet I, I was going to do that anyways. But didn't nobody say nothing about celebrating his death? I didn't see nobody throw a parade. I didn't. Not near one person. But as soon as I put that that status out there, uh, I don't condone celebrating his death. I, nigga, what? Didn't nobody? Ain't nobody celebrating the death. We and, are simply and saying. Same niggas that'll go. Hmm. Oh, no, go All I was going to say, same, same niggas that'll go, up, go ahead and show up at a repast to celebrate someone's death are judging people who are just, like Candace said, pointing out the other parts of this person that aren't being talked about. Like, come on now. Come, come on. It I'm was so sick just, of niggas. Was, and I said today, like, instead of, instead of wagging y'all fingers at people who are indifferent or may even have celebrated, that is their prerogative, why don't you go mourn this man with the rest of his fans and people who loved him and do something charitable in his honor and just shut the fuck up. I mean, you've spent more time crying about people not giving a fuck than you have actually crying over the loss of his life. Well, don't care. I mean, it's some people in my family when they pass away won't care. They, they they are abusers. I have nothing to do with them. When I find out they are at family functions, I don't go. I won't add them on Facebook. I don't care how they're doing. I don't give a fuck about any of that. When it's their time, it's going to be their time. And it, I, my only hope is that someone spells their name wrong in the obituary. Don't care. So, you know... Hey. Somebody said that I was caping for white people and gay people by saying <laughs> this dude wasn't shit. How? Wait. One of those things is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> white people have no part in this entire situation, but I'm caping for white people and gay people. Um,. Does that mean you're caping for Latinos too and Asians? What? What? I'm just. I had confusion. I, I I don't know. What he was saying was that I didn't get mad uh, about James Brolin uh, beating up Diane Lane uh, when James Brolin was in Deadpool Two or in oh Infinity War. At which point I was like, "Good job, nigger." Not even nigger. Just good job, nigger. You dug deep for that shit. Like I didn't even know about this motherfucker. So, 
you Googled the fuck out of that. Um, or you knew about it and you were just holding on to it, waiting for somebody to say something about somebody that you liked. I don't really know for sure, but I don't give a fuck about him either. Um, and then he was like, well, you're caving for white people. So he was just saying some nonsense because he couldn't think of nothing niggas else to say. Just, niggas was just throwing something and hoping it stick. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I basically was like, he died. Okay, he died. And that's what it was. And I don't think that, I think the girlfriend might have had a, the ex-girlfriend, should I say, might have had a miscarriage or something of that sort. So, you know, maybe the blessing in all of this is that he didn't leave his DNA anywhere. We hope. We hope. We hope. Like, that's that's the only positive I, I have for you is that hopefully he didn't leave any kids. I'm, to grow up and be little shitbags. And I'm I'm just I'm I'm flummoxed. I think that's the best way to put it. I'm flummoxed by the things people will say to try and excuse what he did. Well, there was a girl at school that really liked him, and so she kept hitting him. And so he asked permission, and his mom was like, well, hit her back. So he, in a direct quote. uh, Nobody's mom says that. Come on now. Especially a black mother? Uh, no. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Mm Mm-hmm. Hit her back, she said. So uh, he hit her so hard that uh, he slapped fire out of her. Yeah, yeah. These are these are the people in my neighborhood. You know, um, folks are still saying that she's lying. Of course, she's lying. The woman is always lying, right? It's never the black man's fault. It's always the woman. The woman's trying to set him up for something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's black just, woman it's... trying to keep the black man down. Well, aren't you? I mean, how is everything our fault, though? Like, literally everything. (laughs) I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we weren't trying to keep him down. We didn't kill him. Mm -hmm. Instead of of crying about women not caring or celebrating or being indifferent, maybe turn the nod to the, the black person that killed him and stole his Louis Vuitton purse. Not purse, Jesus. It was a purse. It was a speedy bag. It was I mean, personable. A speedy bag. <laughs> it was speedy. But it's, it's just like, I don't... I, Hey. At least this, he... Let's hope he had enough money for some good funeral arrangements. Bro, just, I was legit thinking about that yesterday. Like, how much money could Because we know rappers for? don't like getting life insurance. Not at all. Better hope they didn't have a 360 deal. Cause Lord, the label ain't uh, the label's gonna uh, exhume the body to get their money. Can so, you make a greatest hits album when you only got two albums? Man, I heard you a song of his on. The, I don't know. I, don't I know, know they played this. They played a song of his on the radio yesterday. I was like, "What? I, I never heard it before. Never." Now all of a sudden, we all care. I uh. <laughs> I was just kind of, and somebody was like, well, he spoke to the kids of his generation. That should scare you. Exactly. That should mortify you that kids of this generation related to him and his behavior and how he conducted himself. 
that should mortify you. Uh, now I won't say as a parent, but you got some soul searching to do if if that was who your child was idolizing. So listening to the music, okay, I get it. But people were legit on like K Michelle was on Twitter, like my son idolized him, and you assholes killed him. Girl, we ain't never even seen your son. Get out of here. Hey, Summer, listen. Hey. <laughs> Her or Kylie Red's daughter. Like, y'all go be parents. <laughs> That's why they idolize them, because y'all ain't be out here being parents. Y'all too. Let me be nice. That sounds like logic. I'm I, I don't know how that works in this in this situation. Logic has no place in this world that we're talking about right here. I mean, I think the thing that upset me most was seeing the light-skinned Nigerian Jadena cape for him. I was like, really, oh. Jadena? Really? With your fine ass? Really? This is... I'm so disappointed. Well, just seeing all those celebs, Sky Jackson, K. Michelle, Ugh. Jadena, J. Cole. J. Cole, for real! Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised about Kanye West because... That big titty bitch will do anything to get some attention. Anything. <laughs> Chris Jenner was like, This is your moment. This is your moment. <laughs> I'm just saying, J. Cole First of all, I just, Bill was still here. <laughs> I just want to say that when Kanye posted those pictures from his folk for the photo shoot from his latest uh fashion line or whatever, and he he was in one of those pictures. When I tell you Kanye West got racist white woman calves. Like they just big and fat and and musty looking, look like ham shanks. I was just like, I'm so not shocked. He got neck bones for ankles. He definitely does. He looks like he's built like an oxtail right now. Yeah. Oh gosh. We will be <laughs> right back to this. All of this. This is single sign. <laughs> Uh, this is Ray, uh, a.k.a. Black Show Bob, and you're listening to Single Simulcast. Hey, everybody, this is Gerald Jones from the Buy Black Podcast, and you're listening to Single Simulcast. I've been drinking a whole bottle of wine through this episode. This is the first podcast I've been on where I've been allowed to drink, and I'm loving it. Y'all keep listening. Hey everyone, this is Shantae, co-host of Single Simulcast, and I just want to say, fuck John McEnroe as a staff, record label, and as a motherfucking crew. Thanks for listening. I'm a part of my own decisions. <laughs> you're right, you're a product of your own decisions. This is Single Simulcast. Hey, this is Sherazar, a.k.a. Shami, a.k.a. Random Mass from the Third Side, also known as Some Call Me Sunshine. As always, this is Single Simulcast. That was, that simply, was simply sensational. sensational. Single, Single Simulcast, simulcast will surely surface speedily. Bitches. I, oh, I hate a lace woman now with, with bras now. I like ladies. If you're the type of lazy bitch that just only do one or two hooks, and you got a three hook bra or you got a two hook bra, and you only do one hook. You's a lazy ass. Hook every single goddamn one. Hook them. <laughs> now nah, you know what's even 
No, you know it's even lazier than that. This this is probably like when you deep down in your relationship, when she don't want she don't you want to you want to take the time and she don't want to take the time and she won't even take the bra all the way off. She just pulls the titty over the top. She's like here, and you like really really. <laughs> He's just gonna pull a single titty out, and the titty don't look like it want to be here at all. <laughs> the titty come out the bra like you again. <laughs> Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Bad Advice Show with me and my partner, Baker Bone. You listen to us on the coast of the podcast. Make sure you support our sponsors to keep this show free. And we'll be back here today to tell you stuff that you shouldn't do, but you're going to do anyway because my voice is so soothing. Single Simulcast wants your reviews. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you listen to us. Tag Single Simulcast with the screenshot of your review on Facebook or use the hashtag SSCast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hello, this is Stephanie from the Mocha Menace podcast. If you can hear my voice, that means you're tuning in to two of my faves, Rayshani and Shantae Fabulous of the Single Simulcast. Congrats, you made a really good choice today. You want to make another good choice? Check me out on the Mocha Minutes podcast. You won't be disappointed. If you're tuning in to the single simulcast, you're going to love the Mocha Minutes podcast too. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast wherever you find your podcast. We'd love to have you tune in. Okay. Bye. Hi, this is your man, Jeremy, from the Crown of College podcast. And you are listening to Single Simulcast. With my man Rashani and Shante Fabulous, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I'm your favorite podcaster. So that should be your favorite podcaster, because I'm your fave, fave, and your fave, fave. Check them out on Single Simulcast. And check out Crime of Collars. Find wherever you can find great podcasts and the CSPN Network. Who Raised You podcast is a kitchen table conversation between Karen, Jolly and Yang, and Treasure Shields Redmond. <laughs> As we explore how culture, family, and intersecting identities pave our way toward liberation, we want to know who raised you. We're curious and sometimes a bit irritated. Sit down. We have lots to talk about. told you, son. I love Anita Baker, but you are correct, sir. From beginning to end, 365 days of the year, I want the You know what? I'm rock for this one. <laughs> All I want to do is take a nap with you. I never noticed it till just now. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I mean, at least she sounded like she was really going to sleep, other than putting you to fucking sleep like Nora Jones. Mm-hmm. Son, if you can't sleep, two two albums that Nora, Jer- no- Nora Jones' first album put you right Oh my fuck god. Out. That's my and, and, um, it's um, so <laughs> boring, though. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm, terrible. I'm gonna tell you the best album to go to sleep on um, is uh, Boys and Men Evolution, dog. And yo, for real, if I can't sleep, if I have like straight insomnia and I and there is no way I think I'm going to sleep right now, put on that album, I am gone. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the album. I am out of here, dog. I can't talk too much shit about Anita Baker. My mom, when she was alive, she loved Anita Baker yeah, and Anita's, Patty LaBelle, son. Anita's the shit. Yeah, like, I'm said Disney, but I, I still listen to that song. Oh, yeah, I'll listen to it all the day long. But it also Yo, helps can... that she's the only woman from that era who's still relatively attractive. True. Come on, son. Patty LaBelle, dog. She got ass, son. That's because she <laughs> eating all that mama's fried chicken. <laughs> All she yeah. eat is soul food. She gonna be a diabetes yeah, I, victim. I need to. I need to. Have, I need to find that. That shit. Anybody, am I the only person on earth that remembers that award show where Patti LaBelle was singing and they gave her the Lifetime Achievement Award or some shit like that? And she was singing a song, and she just took the mic away and sang some out loud to the fucking crowd. And it was. I the- don't remember that at all. It was the most amazing shit I've ever seen in my life, and I have never seen that shit again. Nope. She was probably yawning one day in the studio, so I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, just like that. Just just keep doing that. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was great. How'd you hit that note? I'm not sure. No, that wasn't it. Maybe if I hold my nose. No, that's not it either. Will you tell him to stop yawning when he yawns? Eureka! I just found it. Eureka! That's it! Are you interested in supporting this black podcast? Awesome! Become a Patreon member at www.patreon.com slash single simulcast. And for $5, you'll be able to chat with the hosts during our monthly Q and Awesome session. You can also support the show via our Teespring store at teespring.com slash stores slash single dash simulcast and get a shirt or a mug. You also have the option to put a little something in our cup at paypal.me slash single simulcast. Poor Kanye. I can't even say poor Kanye anymore. Like that really comes out of my mouth. But when I think about it, it's like really just fuck Kanye. I can't even say poor Kanye anymore. I don't know him. Yeah, that's. I just. I, I think for know. me, I just feel like this is who he's always been. Yeah. We just didn't know. <laughs> I, I like I had this conversation, um, and I said that he was too broke to be that person back then. Yeah, yeah exactly. He he needed to pander to people in his tax bracket and his his you know for that come up, but. He is completely 
who he's always wanted to be. And so it's just like, you know, okay, brother, do do you. But I don't have no, I don't give a fuck about Kanye West. Like Kanye he's a, Leon Tally. He's a fat troll. I, I just feel like there's nothing relevant about him anymore. So he's just trying to make things relevant. Like he's literally just selling out for the sake of being heard. And it doesn't, you know, I, yeah. Oh no, go for it. Right. No, I was going to say, I did not listen to his album. I'm adamant about that. Mm -mm. Um, but sadly I am, you know, a fan of, you know, Pusha T and, uh, Tiana Taylor. Um, and the, there, well, Pusha T's album, it spoke for itself. He did not need to do all of that trolling. Mm -hmm. I have no idea about his album because I don't care. But it's just like, even the Nas album, first of all, fuck Nas. And that yes. Nas album sounded like a Kanye West album featuring Nas. And so it was just like the production was so good. So it's just like, what are you doing all this trolling for? You still have it musically, but I just, I just think he has lost himself. Um, and I'm not blaming the Kardashians. I'm not blaming Kim. I'm just saying he appears to have lost himself in the shuffle of being married to a Kardashian. Like when he first got with Kim, I felt like people, like he lost so much of his identity because before he was Kanye West and people associated other people with him. She wasn't just Amber Rose. She was like, oh, that's Kanye ex-girlfriend Amber Rose. Right. He got with Kim and it went like, oh, that's Kim Kardashian husband, Kanye. That's Kanye. So I feel like he's doing a lot to try to be who he thinks he should be outside of that marriage. And it's really weird because it's just like, you're a Kardashian and you are moving like one and you are built like a Chloe. So I don't, Shit happens. Don't speak about Chloe and Fall like that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Chloe Simpson. Don't come for Chloe, Chloe and Fall Simpson, okay? So, um, I, 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 I just, I don't even know where to go after this. So we're just gonna go straight to space. Yes. Trump has announced plans for the Pentagon to create the Space Force. What? Spaceships on bank here. It's a real <laughs> thing, y'all. <laughs> Trump announced on Monday that he is directing the Pentagon to create a new Space Force as an independent military service branch aimed at ensuring American supremacy in space. Though he may have limited power to develop a new military command, do I need to read more? No. Mm-mm. No. How, how, wait, how? Okay. So is he going to pick Captain Luke Picard or is he going to pick Captain Kirk to head up this Space Force? That's well, we what know he's not know. picking a black man or a woman, so those are all out. So um, I'm thinking that it's going to be uh, Picard and then he's going to have Riker as a second in command. Just like old school times. Um, so is, are the spaceships going to be run by dilithium crystals? I mean, I need to know. Space Force. Like, he's really serious about this. I'm just... 
I'm trying to figure out how we still can't help Puerto Rico and this nigga's like, we going to space, y'all. Right, to establish America's supremacy in outer space. Like, my nigga, these aliens don't give a fuck about America this or Earth. This nigga is doing anything to avoid that in, them indictment charges that's coming up the pipe one of these days. Right? Uh, this nigga is just like the kid who has the paper, like, that they have that's due the next day. And they're like, you know what? Before I start writing this paper, I need to get in the writing mood. So they turn on some music. And then they're like, that's my song. And so they dance for like 30 minutes. And they're like, all right, focus, focus, focus. I'm hungry. Huh. He needs a new Coke dealer. That's what he needs. Because this last batch that he had is out of control. Out of control. I'm going to make myself a top ramen. Makes himself a top ramen. I, I think I'm going to put egg in it like my mom used to. Man, I don't got any eggs. Let me go to the store and get some eggs. Goes to get some eggs, comes back, eats. Hmm. I guess I should start on my paper now. I wonder what Charles is doing. Right. Charles is on Xbox. Nigga, I got next. Sit down and play the video game for like four hours. Oh, I got a paper to do. I got a paper to do. How many pages is it? 20. How many have you done so far? None. What are you going to write it about? Space Force. I could I could deal with him just being the racist that he is right and the misogynist and the homophobe and all this other but he's just so stupid mm-hmm. like that is the part that that really takes the cake for me because we are we are black. We have we have been around racist. We have been run pretty much by predominantly racist government for for ever now. So it's not even that. He is so fucking stupid. Like he is just so you is and it just make you you be looking like you is just so dumb. Man. So dumbass. She was just fucking like that's it's like a disgusting feeling to know that we are surrounded by white people so stupid that they put this stupid person in office. Like and it it also begs the question that look how long he surrounded himself by smart people because he can't, you cannot convince me he is the savvy businessman that <laughs> he has been lauded to be all his life. He's too stupid. He is literally surrounding himself around the best of the best business wise and made money off their backs. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking idiot and he's ugly. Man. White people just be ugly. He Y'all got chins so on ugly. chins on chins. Man, his hair is uneven. He looks dusty. Um, and I never thought I would say the words, but I'm going to say them anyway. Um, I miss Steve Bannon because this would not have happened if Steve Bannon was around. I just I'm liked just it better when he was just watching TV all day long. And eating Burger King mm-hmm. and KFC. This is, first of all, your president eats KFC. He prefers KFC. To Popeye's. Nigga, all the options you got and you want KFC, use a fuck up right there. <laughs> oh my God. He eats Big Macs. Uh, and Whoppers. And Whoppers. You know what? He, I don't know. He he just looks like 
the uh, foreskin from a circumcision. Oh, like, Candace. He just looked so nasty. Like, I know the white... Like, when they... Remember when the reports came out about how the White House is, like, critter-infested now? Like, yeah. roaches and rats and ants and all kind of shit. And I'm just like, this what happen when you don't... When you, just never take the trash out to the dump. Instead, you house it and let it run a country. In the history of the White House, we have never heard reports of roaches, rats, and no other kind of shit. All of a sudden, they they there with him. Child. You can't blame black people because he didn't hire any. No, uh, we don't no. we don't know them niggas that he did hire because they're not black, but. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you say Beetlejuice three times on the election night. This is what happens. I just love the way the black folks are still like on the low getting blamed for him. Like if we had voted harder, he wouldn't have gotten elected. Like, oh, if we would have came to the polls. We came to the polls. We didn't vote for him. You know how many white people are in this United States of America? Like, they may not be as much as they used to be, but there's still a lot of them. And um, they lie yeah. a, a yeah. lot, like right in your face. They'll be like, who are you voting for? Oh, I'm voting for uh, Hillary. Yeah, me too. Checks Trump. But her emails. Mm-hmm. Space Force. Bruh. I hope he goes up there and gets eaten by fucking Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God, I hope he goes out there. He ain't going. He ain't gonna go. He gonna be the last person leaving. Nigga sending people into space for what? What you gonna do when you get there? How much money is this gonna cost us? Did you really think this out? Who is running the country? Because it ain't you. It- it, that's that's what irritates me the most out of this is like you cut the funding for EPA, you cut the funding that that was given for Obama's My Brother's Keeper, you cut the funding for all these programs because you're calling it waste, and you turn around and you're trying to develop a space force to protect, not even to protect us from aliens, to establish our supremacy. Like, how does this? Are we supposed to put a flag on Uranus? Like, what's, how is this supposed to happen? <laughs> I, I don't understand. I Who just, told him this was a good idea? This is what I need to know. Who is the scientist that said this is what needs to happen? White people. Uh, Stephen Hawking is rolling over in his, well, maybe not rolling over, but. It would, yeah. You know what, guys? I, speaking of, I have to really get this off my chest. <laughs> Uh-oh. So yesterday, when all of the ex- whatever the nigga name was, mess was going on on Twitter, somebody said that when they remember seeing a tweet that said when Stephen Hawking died, <laughs> he made the windows power down noise. I saw that tweet, Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I,
Bruh. The same people that laughed at Eddie Long dying are the ones crying right Is now. Is he dead for real? Over the tentacles. Girl, he been dead. Holy shit. After, I, after, the, after, you know how they like to kill people on the internet? <laughs> yes. I didn't, ah, ah. After that news came out about that thing, those things that he did with those, uh, the, the, the young boys in the church, I kind of just tuned him out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that wig lived a good life. Man. In them Under Armour compression shirts. I remember when that wig showed up. that was nasty. Up. That was nasty. The How you wearing shorts in the pulpit? <laughs> That's how you know your pastor ain't shit. Put your knees out. Looking like Mr. Brown. <laughs> Mr. Brown with that Malaysian wavy. One B on his head. <laughs> he was a visionary because now all these niggas is trying to get Brazilian wavy uh, man weaves. I want a Hawaiian silky. Man. They want to be Odell back so said, bad. Somebody said Joel Osteen is getting ready for hurricane season by locking the church doors. <laughs> I miss Joel ain't never going to live that down. Ever. Never. Ever. And he shouldn't. So a couple of uh, uh, episodes ago, maybe like nine, ten, we were talking about a family who uh, decided to get out during get out their car during a safari uh, to go mm. look at the cheetahs, to go see them closer and barely escape with their life when cheetahs did what cheetahs do. Apparently, uh. All white people didn't get that memo because a tourist uh, in South Africa uh, stuck his arm out of a jeep to stroke a wild lion's head. The problem is that the lion didn't like it. Mm. The pride of lions seemed to be using the jeep's shadow to avoid the baking sun when the man decided to disturb the leader's slumber. As the lion turned around, the rest of the party pled for him to shut the window, but then he got jammed. <laughs> Final destination. Mm-hmm. When animals attack edition. <laughs> the footage was posted on the YouTube page, so that means he didn't die, even though he should have. But yeah, fucking white people. Oh, that was in May, where uh, another person uh, got mauled by a lion because they wanted to take a selfie with it. So that's three times the white folks have done something done with animals in the, in wildlife uh, areas. Mm. Natural selection. Man, lions gone lion, man. Speaking of natural selection. A husband has declared his marriage is over after his wife salted the popcorn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> a husband has declared his marriage over after his wife salted their popcorn at the movie theater against his wishes. Cops were called to mediate the snack dispute at the Marcus Majestic Cinema in Brookfield, Wisconsin at about 9.31, according to a police report. The wife explained that prior to the movie, she was in line to get popcorn when her husband asked her to not salt it before, she, before he walked away. But, after getting the popcorn... She decided that since she had paid for it, she would go ahead and salt it despite his protest. Mm. 
When the husband discovered that the wife had salted the popcorn, he accused her of being unfaithful and declared that their marriage was over, according to police. Oh. The husband then refused to watch the movie and waited outside the theater while the wife enjoyed the film and the popcorn. The wife found him after the movie but would not let him drive, claiming that he drives too fast when he was angry. The husband refused to get in the car unless he could drive, but the wife held the keys. Fearing that he'd be stranded at the theater with no way home, the wife called police after he said he wouldn't ride home with her. Police arrived and advised the wife that she couldn't force him to ride with her as he was an adult and could refuse to get in the car if he didn't want to. This is not the onion, people. This is real white folks doing white folks shit. Child, if my nigga don't want to come home oh, because I salted the popcorn, that means he's already cheating. I'm just going to go home and change the locks and have all his shit on the curb. Bye, nigga. Peace. I was just about to say, it sounded like he just picked up a, a pointless argument because he wanted to go to his side bitch house. For real. <laughs> what you mean? How my day going, bitch? Nobody asked you. Fuck that. I don't have to deal with this, bitch. I'm. Mm, fuck you. Like, like it's really weird. Just go to that whole house and leave me alone, okay? I got a tub of popcorn. I'm not finna argue with you. Right. Shoot. Especially the way I want it with the butter on it. I'm, let me watch The Incredibles. Go ahead and go to Sally House. I'm good. No. Now that you want me to go, I'm not going. No. Mm -mm. Go ahead. Lock's going to be changed when you get home. Well, I'm just going to... This motherfucker thought that it was a good idea. He was going to prove himself to her by not watching a movie that he had paid for. I'm so... I'm so... so miffed right now. Right. He already bought the ticket. You put salt in the popcorn. You know I can't stand too much seasoning. I crack me up. Fuck this. Shit. I'm leaving. You can watch Adrift by yourself. I'll be like, all right then, because you talk too loud to the movie anyway. Be shrieking and shit. The wife told police that her husband never hurt her, and he and she didn't fear him harming her, only that he drove too fast when <laughs> angry. She said she would ask him one more time whether he would get in the car and come home with her and otherwise leave without him. It's unclear how long the couple have been married or what movie they plan to see that night. This is ridiculous. Popcorn. This is literally the whitest story I've heard in a long time. And I thought that 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 Kathy Griffin story was it, but nope. I bet he don't even have high blood pressure over here tripping over popcorn. Boy, if you don't... He can't stand seasoning at all. That's when you're supposed to get the box and you just pour the top out into the box and you just give him the bottom of it without the salt on it. Here, knock Mm. yourself out. Mm -hmm. Go fuck yourself and knock yourself out. Man, if it's that serious, go get, here's $5. Go get you another popcorn, Cecil. (laughs) A man was stabbed after squirting hot sauce at another customer at a New Hampshire restaurant. Fair. Oh, hot sauce? What kind was it? Was it Tapatio or was it uh, Tabasco? This was in New Hampshire. It was clearly Tabasco. No, that was Frank's Red Hot. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't no Texas peak. We know that for sure. Nicholas Wait a minute. Ha- you, said hot, you said hot sauce in mm-hmm. New Hampshire. 
That's what I'm saying. Tabasco. So it was probably just barbecue sauce. It wasn't even hot. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle these these buffalo wings. Sir, you asked for teriyaki. Oh. Well, try this sauce. It's really, really spicy. Can you give me some water, please? And please, don't put lemon in it, because I can't handle that spice. Abraham reportedly scored a hot sauce at Fishball, uh, sparking a fight inside a Gilly's restaurant just after midnight on May 29th. At that point, the fight began inside, and the fight went on for a short period of time until the cashier explained to him that, hey, 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 y'all, y'all got to leave the building. The police are on the way. Because, you know, that's what you do when white people fight. Hey, y'all, y'all just got to get out. The police are on the way. Go. Go home. Outside the restaurant, Fishball stabbed Abraham in the abdomen before concealing the knife. Ooh. Mm. The abdomen. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Abraham's wound required emergency surgery, and Fishball was treated for a head injury. He turned himself into the police on Wednesday, followed by Abraham on Thursday. He's been charged with several misdemeanors for simple assault and criminal threatening. Mm. I'm just saying, there are certain things that you don't do ever. Spitting on people. Uh, saying nigger when you're white or anything other than black. Um, calling a woman out of her name. Putting hot sauce on somebody. That shit burns. I don't know if y'all know this, but, uh, getting hot sauce in your eye when you least expect it can be a very harrowing experience. And so this dude had it coming. How mad do you have to be to put hot sauce in somebody's eye? You put pop. You put salt on the popcorn and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> there was a man who was stuck in traffic in um, Thailand. Oh no, Indonesia, uh, and realized that the best thing for him to do was to you know, entertain himself. So Uh while he was driving, uh, while he was sitting in traffic, he hacked into the nearest electronic billboard and streamed hardcore Japanese porn for frustrated commuters to community, communally watching horror. That's what we call doing the Lord's work. Feeling bored on his afternoon commute in the Indonesian capital, the man spotted the billboard's login details displayed on the Videotron. So he broadcasted 10 minutes of the porn film Watch Tokyo Hot until the power was shut off. (laughs) Watch Tokyo Hot? Mm -hmm. Let me me Google that real quick and see what what kind of situation that is. Just make sure you go private. Does it say what it is? No, just, just porn. Just a porn flick. What kind? Like, is it like DP? I need to know what what's happening. You're really going to make me look, aren't you? Okay, fine. I'm going to look. That they were horrified. I'm going to look. <laughs> I'm going to look. Hold on real quick. Let me go uh, uh, incognito. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Candace, what's your bet? What, what what kind do you think this is? If it's some type, I, I feel like it's some type of gaping hole porn. <laughs> 
Watch Tokyo Hot free porn videos on YouPorn. Alright, so I'm going to click on it. <laughs> Not because I want to, but because I have to. Um, uh, it just says the categories are Asian Japan. I won't even say what it's about. And they took it down due to a copyright claim. So now i got to look at another porn site. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, I'm doing the Ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh. Well, I just Googled the phrase, watch Tokyo Hot, and I'm just, just going to read like some of the ones that come up. One, The first one that comes up says, global meat urinal. Oh. I'm not about to click on that. The next one is beautiful daughter nasty cream pie. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to click on that. Mm-hmm. Then the next one is Beautiful Secretary Secret Three Holes. Secret Three Holes. What's 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 the secret hole? Must be in the back of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's the armpit. Right. Like the armpit is this one. <laughs> like the the, the back of the knee. That's the second one. <laughs> I, I don't know what the third one up. is. Um, secret third hole. I'm just. I'm not clicking on it to find out. No, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. I already. Uh, oh. I'm already scared <laughs> of the viruses. I'm gonna get just from going to you porn. Man. Period. I already got the Asian people calling me, leaving messages in whatever language. I don't need them sending me random emails or spam. Y'all get them calls. I, I get called, uh, but my phone is now savvy enough to where it simply says telemarketer or suspected spam. So I, do I don't get answer. Called, but it's usually like Indian people talking about I owe the, I, the IRS $10,000 and they got a warrant out for my arrest. Like, child. Cool. Oh, okay. What happened to the days of the Nigerian scams, man? Like, I miss those days. Yeah, they're getting real lazy. Yeah. Like, hey, you won $10,000, but you need to send your email address and your address to this address. Nick, I don't play the lotto on the single simulcast email address. Like, what? Mm -hmm. Just lazy. I don't do nothing. So it's like, and I'm just, because like the one called and not, so he called me and so I kept calling him back, harassing him until he blocked my number. (laughs) <laughs> and you want to know how I block, he blocked my number because then I called the number back from my husband's phone and he picked up like hello this is the F, this is the IRS and I was like oh my hey God. fuck you what you blocked my number for oh now you don't want no smoke and he was like shut up and hung up <laughs> you, you gonna have to work for that 10k that you ain't finna steal from, from somebody else's bank account not mine Man. Now, before I read this next one, I got to be completely honest. Way, 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 way back. Way back. Before, um, well, probably like eight months ago or so, maybe nine. I liked LeVar Ball. I thought he was a basketball dad. I thought, <laughs> I thought he was a, I thought he was a good supporter of his son. Like, as far as I believed, it was just like, yo, I wish my dad was that supportive of my goals and my dreams and thought that I was the best in the world and thought I could beat anybody in a fight. My dad was nothing close to that. And so I supported him because, you know, I wanted a dad like that. And then that nigga kept talking. 
And then he stopped talking about his son, and he just started talking, and that's when he became like, fuck this nigga. Like, when his when he left, uh, when he pulled his kids out of school and went overseas, and then burnt bridges over there as quickly as he burnt bridges over here, it just got worse and worse, and then this happened. LeVar Ball's wife, Tina, suffered a major stroke in February 2017. Since then, LeVar and the rest of his family have been fairly quiet on her health and recovery process, which is fair considering the circumstances. However, in a story from the Washington Post on Thursday, LeVar opened up about his wife's recovery and their life since the health scare. Tina has regained the ability to walk, though she suffers from aphasia, which limits her verbal communication. Perhaps the thing that stands out the most from the article, though, is this. LeVar said that Tina had her stroke on purpose so that she, quote, can be quiet for a minute, end quote. In his suite in the afternoon during an interview he insists is recorded, LeVar sidesteps questions that would humanize him and offsets the occasional tender moment about his wife. Quote, as long as she can smile, give a kiss and a hug, he says, I'm good. End quote. With striking displays of cruelty. Quote, that's probably why she had the stroke, so she could be quiet for a minute. End quote. I, I have nothing. I'm legit so speechless. You are li- you have got to be a terrible motherfucker when you almost got me ready to go to bat for a white woman. Mm. For real. I think that's why I'm so quiet, because I'm like Ooh, she probably still voted for Trump, but mm, she don't deserve that. Wow. Wait, there's more. I wonder if she stroked what? out because she was she was calling him a nigga in her head for a long time. <laughs> you fucking nigger! You fucking nigger! You fucking ah! Yeah. After leaving the hospital and returning home after her stroke, Lavar also said that it was his idea to prohibit her from using a wheelchair in the house. <laughs> Though he didn't do this as a challenge to her to recover faster, but rather that she would be, quote, tearing up our house by using it inside. He would often berate her in public, too, once pointing out that she's, quote, moving like an old-ass lady. I mean, was he lying, though? No. I'm not finna put no wheelchair ramps in this motherfucker, bitch. You gonna have to slide up here like a slug. Man. Walk it out. This Walk is how out. you know this is how Remember you know that he's a real nigga. Broke his ankles and he ah! dragging his body trying to escape. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that, listen. I recall reading up on Twitter about um when when he was really at the top of his I don't know what the fuck we call it, but I remember reading up on his wife and reports about um how during basketball season the kids couldn't go see her, you know, like except maybe on the weekends if they didn't have practice. But if they have if they if he booked them for something or they had basketball practice or something they couldn't go see her while she was in the rehab or whatever. And uh, 
I remember people being furious that I brought it up and I was just like, he's a dick, period. Like, I don't... And then there's an interview that has long vanished off the internet where I just am not Googling right, but he pretty much said that you know, one of the reasons he married his wife is because his kids would uh, have his athleticism and her hair. And boy, was he wrong. Because all three... Never mind. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I have this confession. <laughs> um, LeVar Ball makes some ugly-ass kids. Normally... I hate to sound like this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. Those Not... ugly mulattoes. Thank you. <laughs> they are the tragic. So tragic. <laughs> Facially challenged in each and every way. Like, I expected better. I, I expected they, better. They, listen, so I have said repeatedly that Lonzo looks like if Drake had a bitch stewie. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, he just looks like he's missing a chromosome or something. They, those, are, those boys are very ugly. Like, ugly, ugly. Lonzo looks like a piece of cheese pizza from Costco. That's what he looked like. He looks, he's greasy. So when there's like, have his hair, I think the one, the youngest one has a, uh, a, a curlier grade of hair. But I was just like, boy. You really thought you was about to get you some model type mixed breed children and they all look like <laughs> they Every last one. He said that he was not he did not want no wheelchair tearing up their house. See, Holy that, shit. That's how you know he is a real nigga because only real niggas say things like that. Like you know how much this shit costs? You ain't about to fuck up these floors, bitch. You better crawl. I knew he really didn't care for his wife or her whiteness and her white family. When at the draft, only the black family was there. Damn. (laughs) There was no pictures of his mom's side of the family at the NBA draft. Hey, she ain't have the genes of choice, man. She ain't a ball. (laughs) That was real, though. She married into the ball family. She ain't a ball. <laughs> Lord. Woo. <laughs> man. That's they king, though. That's they king. Just, I'm just listening. I'm just enjoying <laughs> this. Just. I said I was going to be nice today. I said I was not going to let Candace drag me to the dark side. And you know what? Here we are. What's the opposite of the sunken place? The elevated place. The ex-wife of a billionaire investor is accusing him of resorting to some very juvenile tactics after being forced to hand her the keys to their $20 million marital home following their divorce. Sue Gross has described the state of their Laguna Beach home she previously shared with her ex-husband, Bill Gross, when she moved in after the couple's divorce settlement that had been finalized by a judge. Gross claims that her ex sprayed noxious scents around the home and even crammed dead fish into its air vents. Mm. 
making mm. her life an unmitigated nightmare for the next few months. Mm. She said that her ex, who formerly worked at Pimco and is now with Janice, is, quote, a cruel, vengeful, and vindictive man with practically limitless financial resources. And he must be cheap, too, because, you know, he's, he's putting dead fish up there. He could do a lot worse than that. She'd just be happy that, you know, he's on a budget right now. Um, when I was finally <laughs> able to obtain access to this house, I was disgusted to see the bill had left it in a state of utter chaos and dis disrepair, read the declaration. I found empty spray bottles of puke smell and fart smell in the garbage. I, I have some of the fart smell. I know how that smells. It's, it's bad. Don't don't even trip. I already know. And if you use a couple bottles of it, yeah, that's all gravity. Um, the house plant smelled foul and had to be replaced. The carpets were stained and there was water damage throughout the house. It continued. A one-of-a-kind art installation piece had been dismantled and removed. The remote controls for the televisions, drapes, and other technology were all missing. That's petty as shit. That's my type of carrying on. Uh, <laughs> how you gonna love me with that? How you gonna? How you like me now? I'm gonna take all these remotes and move. Mm -mm, I would have left the remotes. Just took the backs and the batteries out. So she would have had to tape them like a hood bitch. That mm -hmm. I was about to say that only irritate black people. White folks don't give a fuck. Have you ever been to a white person's house and seen them with a remote without a back on it? I don't think nope. so. No, but you know what I'm about to start doing? Making sure it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I mean, listen, $20 million house. You can buy some new TVs. You can For get real. some new carpet. You could have them blow the dead fish guts out the vents. I mean, some shit I'm just not about to cry about. Because with that house, I'm sure came some alimony. I definitely would be petty back and throw a, throw a garden party with new lovers or something and post them all over social media. And find old articles of clothing that belong to him and let my new lovers use them as nut rags or something. Like, I probably wouldn't be crying about the little petty shit he did. Because like you said, he definitely had the resources to do worse. Yeah, he really just wanted her back. That's all. He's just, he just, he just, like, hey, hey, she's going to call me. He just want his house back. She's going to be like, hey, can you come? I smell something that smells bad. Can you come help me? And then I'm a say yeah you gotta leave out for a while and then yeah just take the house back your idea is much better than mine yeah you take this motherfucker man I would have had the Laguna Beach orgy up in that piece how about that the, the declaration then claims that there were also some things left behind after Bill left the home quote there were balls of human hairs in the drawers I haven't found dead fish and dirt stuffed into the air vents hairballs i have i have developed a persistent rash because of this uh okay why didn't you have the fucking house clean like what did you are you sleeping on the hairballs or something well she's tired white people, people are retarded she's sleepy <laughs> i refuse to live in such conditions in this 20 million dollar house how dare he treat me like this 
don't understand. I, I just, I just wanted to be happy. Yeah, like Candace said, uh, move out. <laughs> it ain't that serious. It ain't. But at all. I don't think anybody understands what I'm going through right now because it smells like fish and I can see where the smell is coming from and I can't reach it. Listen, if the man had enough money to buy one house worth $20 million, I'm sure he had several more. I'm sure they had several more she could have moved into probably in the same neighborhood. Bitch, if you don't take your ass out of there and go live somewhere else and send him the bill. Golly. I just saw I'm, this and this uh, brings us right back full circle. Uh, we never look at the 20 year old sex worker or dancer when she's been killed and say, she could have been the next Maya Angelou. Bruh. First of all, Maya Angelou is a scammer. Let's just start there. And still, I rise. And Maya Angelou was a sex worker. <laughs> and still, rose. And still and they still rose. she rose. They rose. <laughs> but for real, like how how I don't even know how much money Maya Angelou was charging because looking at them old pictures, she was not the baddest of bitches. What was her Sarah rate? Jessica Parker, a sad bitch with a deep voice. Do you want to come back to my place? <laughs> hey, can you imagine her answering poetically the price for a blowjob? Many wonder where my power lies. <laughs> Jesus. In your wallet. Okay. <laughs> You can't pay me any more than this, and still I rise. Get out of my way. I'm getting off of this bed. <laughs> why, must we, why must we behave like this? Only when we're together. It's the God in me. That's what I like to say. It's the God it's in true. me. Hey. It's the God in me. Mm. Um, let me see. While I'm talking about God real quick, look, niggas. Y'all got to choose a side here. Um, either you fully believe that you shouldn't be eating shrimp, or you believe that them gay people should have been able to get a cake. There ain't no really, you know. What? Ain't no middle ground on this. <laughs> I mean, Deuteronomy was specific in saying that you're not supposed to be eating no shellfish, no 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 bottom feeders, mm-hmm. no catfish. Mm-hmm. You know, I really low like, so the Bible is some interesting fictions. I like how you and like this, try to gracefully think of how to say that. And it is, it, you know, there are some stories in the Bible that you can take lessons from, but overall... It is a very misogynist, homophobic, classist work of literature. Like, all these rules on what you can't eat, who you can't fuck, what women should do, what they better not do. 
And it's just like, I'm not going to be able to abide by this. So y'all take care. I'm just saying. I'm about to go. I'm just about to go suck a dick, eat some ribs, and lay down. I'm just saying. These niggas. These niggas don't want y'all. Just because y'all focus on the Old Testament. You see now, the New Testament. It's a whole bunch. It's 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 a lot better. You know, the Old Testament. That's yeah, man. It get real in the field back there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I think more nothing. The Bible doesn't turn me off. Like I said, it's a good literature to to read and and then form an opinion for yourself. I think it's people in the church that bother me more than anything because they are some of the most flawed, disgusting people you will ever encounter who think they are perfect human beings, and I don't have. The, the time or energy for that. Well, like I said a couple of days ago, uh, the church is Jesus. The building is completely different. So all these folks going to the church, uh, uh, they just going to be seen. You don't really need the, the building to be in the church, um, which is why people overseas who are being murdered for being Christians and whatnot are having church in, in their basements. You don't need the actual edifice in order to have church. Um, the thing that gets me is how Christians don't want these gay folks to eat cake, but these Christians will eat ass. Sir. You know, Sir. I had a conversation with the Bible thumper on my Facebook, and he was really... Um, he was really disgusted by feminism and mm. because he said feminism directly contradicts the teachings of the Bible. And then I was just kind of like, you do a lot of Bible thumping for somebody that has for you and your wife to have threesomes with unattractive white women. So I don't really understand, mm. you know, mm. what kind of games you playing here, but you are, and then he said, well, the Bible says you could do anything in the bedroom with your wife. Did you read? Did you did you did you did you make it through all the parts or did you? Did you what, what version of the Bible you was reading? The Pornhub New Testament, you know, Pornhub version. I was, I was unsure, but they are uh, a different bunch of people and yeah I'm a Christian with a ton of questions um, that no other Christians want to answer without getting mad like I'm talking directly to them which means I guess I am but um, I, I really wanted to ask them like yo like what is it where your pastor has marriage counseling so then they can dirty mac on your mom uh, in the midst of the marriage counseling like if this don't work here's my number nigga you married and so is she. Um, what 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 part of the game is it where uh, women were stoned for talking to another man, but men were allowed to have 16, 17, 18 wives? What what part of the game was it where, uh, you know, right? What she said. What? Yeah, but uh, some of the greatest scandals happen in the church. Mm-hmm. Like. Financial scandal, uh, marital scandals, uh, scandals with them messing with underage girls and boys, uh, 
you know, scandals with them being abusers. Um, you like if you if you want to ever find good mess and good dirt and gossip, go join the church home. They are some of the most contradictory people you will ever meet in your life. I just I don't have the energy for it, and uh, it's that's just one of the things I and I just cannot, I truly cannot get behind their homophobia. Like it, it just it's weird to me, especially when there are so many undercover gay men in 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 black churches, like so many, so many. So it's. It's weird. Like the Kimball Rails. That's why her big fat ass always fall when she wear heels. Ma'am, ma'am. Ma'am. Now, baby, you was a strong, a squ- not even strong, strong with a K. You was a strong 275. Always trying to tip on some Jimmy shoes. And your ass be on the floor every time. Mm. Hey, Donnie McClurkin said we fall down, but we get it. I'm just saying, I, I never got hit with the Holy Ghost. That same see, woman got hit with the Holy Ghost every Sunday. I never got hit with it. See, as the resident churchgoer, weekly attender, Bible study goer, I'm just going to say, church is nothing but a hospital. A hospital is full of sick people in various states of their sickness. Some people more than others. Some people are on their way to recovery. Some people are on their way out. So you're going to find all types of people up in the church. So yes, church is full of scandal, but there's also some good things that you'll see in the church as well. I wouldn't but, mind church if a lot of them weren't so homophobic. Yeah. That's kind of like, that's where I draw the line. Like if there, And there are some churches that just, they are not homophobic and they create a safe space Shut for the gay up. community. But, but they choir sucks. So, I mean. Yeah. Candice go ahead and do your shout outs oh man Um, I just want to give a big shout well I forgot to say this but happy belated father's day yes give a big shout out to the dads and uh, father's day is different for me now that I have a child who has an active father and so I appreciate it a lot more than I did growing up. So I'm always excited to celebrate it. And uh, I'm give a big shout out to my husband um, and the, the CSPN network and Jeremy, Bianca, um, Curtis, and best of wishes to you, Classic, when you listen to this. Go live your life and be, and, and be in love and and... You know, all that good shit that comes with new ventures in life. Paint and, the uh, walls white. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot, shoot the club, shoot the club up. up. Yes. Uh, I just want to say, fuck Kathy Griffin. <laughs> I, that's how I the note I want to end it on. And you can uh, catch me at London and Mommy and, again, one third of the Ratchet Rambling podcast. And uh, as always, thank you for having me, Rashani and Summer. We have to get you on Ratchet Ramblings, and 
or something. We we have to get you on there. Hey, I would love it. It would be a blast. I promise not to behave myself. I I could do that. I do. And yeah. please, please, it has to be while Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is on, so I can say something about Mimi's titties. Okay? Uh, we can, uh, yeah, we can get we can get that set up for like this uh, this whenever your schedule allows. It could be this weekend, or it could be next week. So just let us know. Yeah, let me know. Or Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm not picky because Karen and them wigs, child. Ooh, in that foundation, child, the ghetto. Ooh, oh, I wish y'all did Southern. What is that? Southern Hospitality, the one in the one in New Orleans, because there's a woman on that show. Her foundation is at least six shades lighter than her hands. And every time oh, I yeah. see it, I'm like, ma'am, like you were wearing cremation number five. I need you to let you ain't light skin, boo. You ain't light skin. She got Wesley Snipes hands with Beyonce face foundation. <laughs> yes, she does. Hot shit. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Summer. Yes. Go ahead and do your shout outs. Um, well, I want to do a shout out to uh, all the listeners out there. Thank y'all for putting up with my foolishness. Thank you for Rachani for having me back. Um, shout out to my like I said my podcast co-host DHL Lee. Um, shout out to the beautiful people of Maryland who actually we had our first official podcast brunch. Last week, and we had a lot of listeners come out and hang out with us. So shout out to everybody who was able to make it and show some love and came out and kiki with us, and we really enjoyed it. Um, Father's Day was this weekend, like Candace said, and shout out to everybody who did not take their father out because I was able to get a seat at the Cheesecake Factory in less than ten minutes. So I appreciate y'all. Hey. real MVPs. <laughs> That's a miracle, even on an off day. Man. I was hey, I was in there praising. Won't he do it? Hey, shout out a book. Should have bought a Kia, but I bought a Honda. I was I was giving glory. Um, but yeah, um, you know what? Just shout out to life. Shout out to being a black woman in the United States in the year 2018 and trying to raise a black woman, a young black woman and a young black man. Shout out to that because it, it's hard being a parent. People like people don't tell you that it's hard. People don't tell you that having a relationship is hard. Everybody wants you to think that things are like rosy. But you know what? Shout out to everybody who is goes through things and is not ashamed to be like, you know what? Hey, this shit is hard. I need some help. So shout out to all of us who are able to admit that and seek out help from others, whether it's counseling or friends or whatever the case may be. Shout out to y'all for not hiding hiding behind it. Yeah, shout out to sometimes being like, you might have to get the fuck out of my house. Listen, <laughs> shout out to, you know what, I'll, I need to hang up. I'll talk to you another time. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, you need to just go to bed right now. Because <laughs> it's, it's about to go down in my Kevin Hart voice. <laughs> I just I just want to remind y'all, just in case you, you forgot from the beginning of this uh, show to now, did not near one of us uh, celebrate the death of whatever his name is. No, we didn't, but somebody going to say we did. Exactly. That's why I, I had mean, to say it again at the end. Yeah, I just, we just want you to know that we don't care. We're not, we are not about to uplift him as the martyr, some uh, humanitarian. Uh, he's not the Princess Diana of hip hop. 
He's not the mother Teresa. He's none of that. He was a rapper whose life was suddenly taken away from him after years of abusing women and being homophobic and things of that nature. So maybe maybe they let that be a testament to be careful of the type of energy and the way that you move about in these while you're living and breathing. Yeah, I mean, so that people will want to celebrate your life versus being indifferent to your death. I mean, that that's a word. Um, watch what you do in this life because Brandy will come and get you. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you ain't know Brandy was a Grim Reaper. Oh man. <laughs> I suppress all statements. Also, um, two things real quick. One, had things to say about uh, the fact that they are taking undocumented children away from their parents and putting them into basically uh, concentration camps. Um, uh, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. This, this. I know that we, we hate Trump, but we have to be honest about the state of immigration and uh, undocumented citizens here and that sadly and Obama had a hand in that as well and uh, I saw this week, I'm here in Colorado, I'm in Denver if you guys don't know, but uh, Denver is a really, really blue state like really liberal and the government just um, you know, passed an ordinance saying that uh, state resources will not be used to separate uh, undocumented citizens from their kids, nor even uh, come and get them, period. Um, they will have no part in that. Uh, they are welcome in the state of Colorado. I saw that Massachusetts did something similar or whatever, but uh, yeah, they're putting those kids in basically chain link kennels and they're they they're laying on floors with with blankets and shit like that i mm-hmm. don't know how you as a human but furthermore as a parent the thought of somebody taking my child from me and then putting them in a dog cage is really infuriating i it's disgusting it's gross it's disgusting, and like our Jewish homie said, this is how it started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it's so, to me, it's, it's almost like I am waiting for a country to declare war on us. Because this this current government is just disgusting. Yeah. And Sarah Huckabee McGruff face ass um, is in press conferences just when that reporter was like where's your humanity? Like where's your empathy? Where's your compassion? Where's she was like really like I'm not going to answer your questions. It's somebody else's turn. And I was just like this bitch is a monster. She's a fat neck under the age of 40 drug dog. She's an unseasoned turkey breast. That's what she is. 
and she looked like she was malfunctioning up there when she because she didn't have an answer other than her talking points. It's pretty gross. I t- yeah. And uh, did you did you hear uh, Roshani and Summer that they were saying that a lot of the crops will suffer because they don't have undocumented citizens to come and work their crops. Yeah, they said avocados are going bad, which is sad to me. Yeah. Yeah. And the people who are affected the most are white people, because white people love avocados. I don't give a fuck about avocados. (laughs) I like guacamole! (laughs) I mean, it's it's cool, don't get me wrong, but white people do a lot with avocados. Uh, Avocado toast. toast Avocado fucking toast. I was like, boy, get that shit out of here. Yeah, so it's just kind of like, again, white people always work against their own best interests because they think they're spiting minorities. And like, on one hand, it's always like, oh my god, I love this song. And on the other hand, it's like the fallout being that parents are being separated from their kids and they're in unfavorable, disgusting living conditions. Like, it is sad, but it's like, as usual, White people work against their own favor, like so they're losing their health care. They aren't getting the jobs that was promised to them, and they're not gonna be able to make avocado toast without paying eighty-seven dollars for an avocado. All I need now is for something tragic to something really tragic, not just racist, but really tragic to happen to Starbucks. Then we're gonna see an uprising. Right. It's a shame, man. It's it's really disturbing because we're not talking about these these kids didn't come here. They didn't they they didn't come here by choice. They were brought here by parents who were trying to make a better life for themselves. They're trying to get asylum. They're trying to get away from the harsh conditions that they have in their own countries. And if they were white, if they were coming from Europe or Scandinavia or something like that, it wouldn't be a problem. But become they're coming south of the border. They're getting labeled their parents and these babies. We're talking about newborns. We're talking about infants. We're talking about kids like London's age. And you're separating them from their families. And I can't get over the fact that they don't even know where some of these children are. They don't know where over a thousand of these kids are. They lost them. Are you freaking kidding me? In the United States of America, bruh, this is supposedly the greatest country in the world. This is how y'all trying to make America great again by separating families. We saw how this worked before. This this is disgusting and if we don't vote these people up out of office I'm just going to have to hijack one of them Space Force uh, spaceships and get up out of here because yeah, cause there's no hope for humanity man. I'm just saying um, when you look at the numbers of who supports this against as and who's against it. It's, it's disgusting. It is infuriating and it's not going to change. Um, this is a country who's taking children away from parents for, well, since slavery. So while we're, while they're saying this isn't us, it it really is. It's just that it's one group of us who are never going to stop because they'll never lose the power to no longer be, able to do it um i just 
it horrifies me, the thought of these babies crying for parents that will likely never see them again. Mm-hmm. That that never stops. Just like y'all could y'all could look at whatever you want and say that their parents were uh, illegal immigrants. You could say that their parents were undesirables or or that they were possible criminals or whatever you want to say. I don't know. All I know is that these little kids don't know none of that. All they know is where's my mom. And I was reading an article. Uh, let me just read this first sentence of this article that literally just broke me. It broke me. Um, this uh, kid well I guess it wasn't the first sentence of this article now I gotta look through this whole shit I ain't gonna do that shit Um, but a kid was told that he was going as he was being taken away from his parents his parents were like where where are y'all taking my child and they were like we're taking him to give him a bath he's kind of dirty I saw that too and the parent never saw the kid again like you're lying to these people because you know that if you said we're taking them away, I'd fight you to the death. You try and take my kid away from me. You're going to have to kill me. And if you kill me, so be it. But I'm not going to just let you take my kid. So they got to lie to these folks to say, Hey, they'll be right back, buddy. Hey, Hey, don't worry about it, man. It's insane how quickly this is happening and how, Nobody really in, 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 nobody in power on the Republican side wants to really take a step forward and say, we got to stop this shit. We're losing so many allies over this. It's incredible. They're lying to the press every day. I mean, yes, there was a, uh, there, there has been time where the, uh, where children were like, they weren't even detained. They weren't taken away from their kids or, or parents weren't taken away from their kids. It was more of a, if the, uh, if the parents were, uh, what's, what's the best way to say this? It, it, It was, it was simply a way to, Fuck it. Let me just let me just put it like this. Let me just read it straight out. This was not a new policy. Uh, th- this was a new policy created on April 6, 2018. John Kelly and Stephen Miller put it together. Um, the children initially were taken away from their parents back in the day if the parents were literally like unfit, like super unfit. That's the only way it ever happened. And yes, this has been going on for many, 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 many moons. But like, this is a horrible extent. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm ill at this whole situation because we could just as easily be next. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what's really getting me. We could just as easily be next, um, but yeah, this is single simulcast. Um, if y'all need us, remember you don't have to walk alone. Um, 
I know it's hard to reach out on your bad days, so I'll try and find you on your good ones. I'll reach you where you are. Um, 916-572-9016. Single simulcast at gmail.com. Uh, for Shante and myself, uh, we're grateful for each and every one of y'all who take time out to listen and share the show, things of that nature. Uh, y'all be good. Y'all have a good evening. And don't let anybody tell you that you are saying stuff when you're not. But at the same time, never take more time than is necessary to defend somebody who really shouldn't be defended. That nigga X, whatever his name was, was a piece of shit. And he did horrible things to women and would have continued to do horrible things to women. And he did horrible things to a, a, a man that he thought was gay. So, yeah, fuck that dude. And I said it. We out. Y'all be good. Peace. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know about now that you slipped.